All right. So we're back here once again on Couch Coach Live, another Wednesday night under the lights here at Couch Coach Live. What's going on, Maui? What's up, man? Another week? Yeah, man. Another week just working and, you know, sports timber. I mean, I mean, sports tober, pardon me. Mm-hmm. Sports tober continues with everything going on. And, you know, you got, you know, the ending of seasons, the beginning of seasons. Right. And some, some are you in the thick of the season as well. So just another, you know, a great week in the, in the great sports month of sports tober. So, and we got a great show lined up for you tonight. A little, little NFL heavy tonight. So, uh, we got a few things. We'll talk about Kirk Cousins. Um, should the Minnesota Vikings trade Kirk Cousins? Um, is this the last dance for Bill Belichick in New England? Mm. And also, can if San Francisco 49ers run the table? Uh, we'll also talk about our games to watch this weekend, especially got a great slate of uh, college football and NFL games this week. Our pick seven picks and also our game ball to round up tonight. And, and I have another historic game ball of, of, of great significance, uh, especially in this area in here. We're live here in Richmond, Virginia, Ooh. the home of Couch Coach Live. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take a brief time out. We'll do we'll come back. We'll do our style lineup and we'll be right back here on Couch Coach Live. <laughs> Here, Chris Couch Coach Powell, the Highland Springs High School. Deshaun Molly Morgan. I'm living lavishly. I'm from the 7714. All right. So we're back here, <laughs> here on Couch Coach Live. So we're back here at it. Um, as we kind of talked about it earlier, um, in the in the in the I call it the um the preview portion of it, the the tease for the show. Um, so we're talking about a little Kirk Cousins. So obviously. Look at the Minnesota Vikings. That record um, currently is one and four. They're pretty much at, at near the bottom of the NFC North. Um, and obviously, other news uh, has transpired with Justin, um, Justin Jefferson, uh, with his uh, with his hamstring injury. He's pretty much on the IR. So, in other words, he won't be back for another month, and that's pretty much mm. at least a month because obviously been being placed on IR. So. Mm. Um, out should um the, should the Minnesota Vikings essentially punt on 2023 and get rid of Kirk Cousins? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they invested in him. I think um, I see a lot of people being younger, but they invested in Kirk Cousins. Um, he's not hurt. Um, I know Jeffries is 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 down, which is his security blanket. But you know the coaches, 
and the offensive coordinator need to step up and come up with um Kirk Cousins, who is Kirk Cousins is. I know he's older, but I just watched the last game. He's still Kirk Cousins. You have to set him up the best way you can. We all know he's a play action quarterback. So you just have to necessarily set up some schemes, do your job, make, you know, come up with some things that's going to bring the best out of Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Um, The downshaft of it, we're not, you know, I'm not as shocked because it was either, they was always at that line. They was either going to be, you know, there's going to be, be able to rise or fall down. It seemed like this season they're falling down. Um, so I don't think so. I think that um, there's still an opportunity for them now. I, I, I'm even though I'm saying that, if they necessarily can trade him and get something for him, I get it. But I I think that uh, a receiver like um, like Jeffries, I think that's really going to probably piss him off. You know what I mean? Because uh, I don't. I seem like I feel like him and Cousins got very good chemistry. And um, I don't know how their relationship is, but I think that would piss him off because he's coming back in a couple of weeks or he's out for the season. Uh, just, well, four weeks for now. They can four probably reevaluate him in a few weeks. Okay. And then, okay. Yeah. Um, but I was I would say no. I think Kirk Cousins, you know, he 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 got heart and he understands Jeffries is down. So it's other people give him the opportunity to step up and just come up with the right schemes for with the people that are stepping up and bring the best of them. That's what it is. To me, that's what you get paid for. Yeah, um, I think the thing about with the whole Kirk Cousins situation, I'll put it this way. If I'm Minnesota, I'm taking calls. Like, my phone is going to be mm-hmm. open all kind of all times of night. Right, right. Now, my thing is this. It's because, to me, this is the final year of Kirk Cousins' right. um, contract with the Minnesota Vikings. And if you're currently where you are, because I think they are the um, – they had the fourth. Well, I won't say the fourth worst, but if the if the season ended today, they would have the fourth overall pick. Right. So they would have an opportunity potentially to either land. Well, they wouldn't land Kayla Williams, or maybe um, or maybe my nephew Drake May. There might be a Michael Penix Jr., but this is a really stacked quarterback class 2024 right. that we think of. Some some are going to stay, and some are going to um, some some are going to declare for the draft. So mm-hmm. part of me is like if if if, if he's gonna walk uh, in this offseason, I would make some call. You know, I, I would have my mm-hmm. phone available um, in the event if somebody wants to get him. Like you know, I, I'll put it this way: um, I think you can get some some fairly decent conversation. I think to a point where I think you get a Friday pick, essentially a a second or third round Friday night. I got called out Friday night picks to. Found all the DVD Oscar Oscar uh, nominated movies mm-hmm. in those picks, so I think you can cat you, you can get a few you know you can get some draft capital potentially in that. Um, so I think the, the ultimate trade partner I think would be Joe Douglas. So to me, if I look how the schedule is is panning out, they got the Bears. Want to see what they're gonna do with the Bears uh, on Sunday? Mm-hmm. They got a Monday Night Football game against San Francisco Forty Niners. Right now, if I'm the GM of 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 um Minnesota and I want to unload Kirk. I'm just speaking it from a from a Minnesota perspective, and I'm the GM. Mm-hmm. I want to call Joe Douglas. I I figured, hey, if we lose, we you know October 23rd at Monday Night Football game against San Francisco, I'm calling. I'm calling Joe. I'm just saying, hey, 
I know the, the trade deadline is October 31st. You got it. So even if I, I even if I call Joe Douglas on the 24th, I got a few days. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna call Joe and be like, hey Joe, how's the family doing? You know, how's everything going? Kind of look if Joe doesn't pick up my phone, I would say, Hey, how's the family going? Mm-hmm. But if you don't, I just give him the, 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 the eye emoji. And and hopefully I you know I don't get left on red because hey we got about six and a half days that we can potentially make that deal and I'm like hey he's walking I don't know you know you guys got a great defense you know hey you know let's be trade let's be trade partners this this throw me in a Friday pick Mm -hmm. and give me you know second or third whatever whatever you you choose a desire. Mm-hmm. And then we work on uh, work on the other ancillary things that can happen. So you know we'll fi- we'll figure out the numbers. But you know I would call Joe Douglas on October twenty fourth after the Monday Night Football game and be like, "Hey, <laughs> how's everything going? You know mm-hmm. how, how how was your um how was your weekend and how's your family?" Right. But. Yeah. So, so you, I mean, I get it. I get it. he's older. This is last year. And you're saying you would take the call. That's just business. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just business too. But I mean, I'm not even going to front. I kind of agree with you. Cause like, I, but I just feel like when I'm looking at, I'm, and it's to me, it seemed like they already going that way. That's maybe that's why they gave up their running back. Maybe they ready to start brand new and start and start young. You know what I mean? Cause they knew, you know, they got the maybe they feel like they got the best out of cousins. Yeah, and they're a, they're a, a, at a weird spot because I think, and even if how this how it projects, mm-hmm. so they're one and four now. So I'm thinking that the, the, pretty much I'm thinking about these next three weeks that right. you are in this essentially um, when you can trade. So you got Chicago as I mentioned. I think you can win that game that make you two and four. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, who knows? Any given, in this case, any given Monday, they might, you know, I say there's a loss. So that make them two and five. Then they got Green Bay on the 29th. Part of me is like, okay, if you win against Green Bay, you'll be three and five and you're, and you're two and oh in, in the division. Right. The only caveat is what the Detroit Lions team is going to do. Because I think how the, how the North is going to be one. Essentially, it's only gonna be one team that's gonna the divisional win is gonna be the team that make the playoffs, unfortunately, right. because just you look at like what Dallas is doing, other teams in the other divisions are doing as far as being you know, as far as representing the wild card portion of, of the NFC. So, yeah, this is this the moment where hey, these next as these next weeks are critical for, for the Minnesota Vikings because you if you can unload Kirk Cousins and get some. Get some some at least a Friday pick. Mm-hmm. I would just do it because I, we know that, especially at the way that this team is headed, their quarterback is is currently in in in, in, in college. So their neck, their future, their future quarterback is currently is is playing on Saturdays, not on Sundays. But I, yeah, I think when you look at it. I mean, it is. I mean, it, it is, it is, it is, is but it's the truth. And, and it makes sense because if you can get a guy, I mean, because all of us, all all of us, in, especially in the NFL, we just got to take a cue out of San Francisco book or any of these teams. You get a young quarterback, and then you you build everything else up. 
And then when it's time for the pay, like, you know, just like what Kansas City did, just like what most successful teams have been doing, you know, even, even though they just paid Jalen Hurts, but you see what they did with Philly, where they built pretty much, um, you know, they built, you know, pretty much the foundation for Jalen Hurts and that football mm-hmm. team. But mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do. And I think, you know, especially the way Minnesota is, because obviously 2021, they, they was losing game. They was losing. It was, they almost lose the games how they are currently now, where it was like, like one possession games. Right. Then last year, fast forward last year, they won those games and those you know one possession types of games. So right. now you're reverting back to your 2021 self, and it's got to be something where hey, you know we you went so far. I got you. Know, you. Yeah. yeah, we so drain, you can't go but so drain, far, right. and yeah, and you, and you can't let a quarterback from Duke beat you at People home. You got to remember, man, like you know they, their investments. And you know, what is investment? Sell or buy? And it's like, hey, that went up yeah. high enough. <laughs> yeah, but I, I yeah, I I would just put it this way: I'll have my phones on. I would, you know, I would take calls at this point. Hey, I mean, I, I know I'm I'm thinking about the Jets, but it could be some other teams that may may be intriguing. I think the Jets might be somewhat of an intrigue. Mm-hmm. Joe Douglas, if you want to call me. My phone is available. <laughs> call call me on my phone. I'll, I'm I'm here all day, every day. So you think San Francisco is the only place that would take him? You don't think there's anywhere else? Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about. I, I, no, I'm talking about the Jets. The Jets. I'm sorry. That's why you did say the Jets. Yeah. So you don't. That's the only yeah. place you think would take him. You don't think New I York? Think it, I think the only one will make sense okay. because I look at the Jets with their defense. I don't know how how it worked from a scheme standpoint. I mean, I figured mm-hmm. hey. Maybe Hackett can figure it out, and because they got a good defense, the only issue is their quarterback play. You know, even though right. uh, Zach Wilson is getting better, but I don't know if they can wait on him in a sense. They're another team where they got to look at themselves in the mirror in the next two or three weeks and be like, "Hey, what do we do? Like, uh, do we punt on this year? Even though I'm not saying punt in a sense where, okay, are we going to be? I would you accept that? Hey. We're not gonna make the playoffs. We can wait for Aaron Rodgers next year, or mm-hmm. hey, let's try it because you look at how, you know, we thought about the, you know, the Bills may run away with this division. We look right. at the Bills, especially, you know, a couple of weeks ago when they beat the Dolphins. We okay, they're gonna probably potentially run away, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. They beat that football team on one night football, e- you know, even though Josh Josh Allen committed four turnovers in that game. But hey, if I have a guy like a Kirk Cousins who if I can kind of minimize his turnovers and he can just be effective and you know, obviously you got the weapons, you got, you know, um, Garrett Wilson there, you, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, so you got them, got Brees Hall, you got a great running game. So if I'm them, this is where, this is where, Hey, I need to start looking myself in the mirror the next two weeks and kind of see, Hey, how I'm feeling, you know, even though I still think you can still be in contention with Zach Wilson in a sense, Mm-hmm. But it's to a point where, hey, can we make a run? Like, and that's pretty much going to be contingent on what you'll see in my what's going on in Miami and what's going to be going on in Buffalo in these next week or two, and just see, hey, is you know, because they're still within a grasp of of potentially winning this division. I mean, it's not right. over by any stretch of the imagination, but this these this 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 these next two weeks. Potentially three weeks, I'd be critical. You, this is going to be the moment. Hey, what we really want to do? I think that's right. where you, you know you gotta. This is when it's the time to hey, let's figure this out 
and and make some decisions. So you don't think um, the Patriots? No, they too far gone. <laughs> oh, so you think? Gone. So you don't think and they I, have no pieces that? No. That, yeah, I got you. Well, I mean, you can have pieces wherever, but I think it's just more so in a sense. I think, I mean. Minnesota, I'm not Minnesota, but New England may call. But like to me, like I said, if I'm the GM for Minnesota, my phone is on. You can call me. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking Joe Douglas gonna call me because he might be a little desperate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a low, uh, uh, McKenzieville, Virginia brethren. Shout out to Joe Douglas. Right. But I'm like, hey, Joe, call me anytime. I might be having you know dinner with my wife. My mm-hmm. children or whatever, hey, call me, call me, hey, I can I can go to another room and, and talk to you. I'm gonna give you my personal phone, no burners. My, my phone is ready, and I'm not gonna miss a call. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm you know, call right. me, Joe. Regardless, <laughs> I can be anywhere. I can be anywhere on this earth. Right. Call me, Joe. Hit me on let's, two ways. Let's make something happen. Let, let, let's make something happen. <laughs> you know, because I I know what you want, and I know what I want. Let's right. meet in the middle, you know. Right. But that's one example, I think. But but the same rules apply for any NFL GM that wants to, would want to call me. Mm-hmm. Call me. <laughs> I, I, I'm charging my phone right now. I'm just trying to figure out any, what other team may may want him. Like what other team you think? That's why I, I said I mean, the Patriots. I don't know, and I, but they don't. They really don't have no. I mean. I mean, for Minnesota's sake, they'll just pick up anything. But I think from a, from a from a personnel standpoint, yeah. Because I mean, if you want, especially if you want to unload and you can get somebody that can potentially help you in twenty twenty four. I uh-huh. mean, because you that Friday Saturday, I mean, Friday second or third round pick could be a starter or your team next year that can make a difference for this Minnesota Vikings team going forward into a to an asset that's going to walk out the door. For nothing. So, right. I mean, hey, like I, I said, my phone. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. My phone ready. It's charged. This phone is, this battery is never going to die. Right. Call me anytime. Right. Like I said, I might be, you know, whatever's going on in, in this, I'm going to call you. If I can't. This seems like that's the best situation in what you're saying. You're saying yeah, basically that sound like that's just seem like that might be the best situation. Yeah, like hey, if I miss your call, I'm gonna call you right back. And I ain't talking go... about like the other, you know, it ain't gonna be the next day, it's gonna be like instantaneous. If I miss your call, or oh, I'm gonna call you like in five seconds after you missed <laughs> after I missed that call. Why won't they go get um James Winston, the Jets? I mean it's a possibility, but I think you look at it and then you know, yeah, I mean it's a possibility. But I look at Kirk, you know, if if you know, because I'm not sure how the Saints are you know as far as when it comes to Jameis Winston? Because mm-hmm. I mean, especially you know, I don't know, but and I know Derek Carr's he's been back. Obviously, I think he had a shoulder injury a few weeks ago, right. but he's playing. But yeah, if I'm Minnesota, <laughs> I'm here. Call me, you know, call me. I'm here. Right. So, yeah, and uh, definitely before we go to the next topic, definitely huge shout out to our guy Sam, my NFC beast brethren representing the Philadelphia. Eagles, mm. definitely huge shout out him. We, you know, 
Chop it up on Saturdays on the NSC Beast, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which you can find on the Couch Coast Live Twitter page and also BS3, pretty much everywhere. Um, where the guys at. So definitely you shout out to that guy Sam for checking us out tonight. So, you know, we're talking about Kirk Cousins, Billy Belichick. Um, and now this is a very interesting scenario and going on in New England. So obviously. This Patriots team obviously is one in four. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this isn't the Patriots that we grew to accustom, especially, especially since the turn of the century. Um, obviously, they're one in four. Uh, their last two games, they've lost their combined scores was 72 to three. So they have given up 72 points, and they've only um they've only put up three points in those two losses to Dallas and to the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Currently, they're last in the league at 11.0 points per game. A portrait. Uh, it makes makes the Washington Commanders look like the 1999 LA. I mean, the, uh-huh. the 1999 St. Louis Rams, making us look like the, the greatest show on turf. But we're on grass. But you know, that's a funny correlation. So, so it should this be the last year? For for Bill Belichick with the New England uh, Patriots, what you got? Um, I I want to say no. I think he needs to do one or the other. He has need to be the coach or he needs to be the GM. I don't think he needs to be both. Yeah. I think he has a little bit too much. I think he. I will say this: I think he has too much control, and it might be time for him to give up some of that control, so he can focus on either being a GM. Or being the coach, so I want to say no. Still, Bill Belichick. I I just think that they need to um, take some things from him and let him focus on one thing. Yeah, I think it should be his last year. Uh, considering the fact that if they, if he, if if he still remained the GM and the coach, mm-hmm. because I think the biggest issue, I, and I, gosh, I forgot who it was, but they made a great point, like. Uh, what's wrong with this New England Patriots team? You don't have those guys. You don't have like the Scott Piolis anymore. You don't have the Thomas Dimitrovs, guys who essentially built this program and did build. You know, they went on. Obviously, you look at Scott Pioli. He built not this current Chiefs situation, but you're thinking about Scott Pioli, maybe like the you know, uh, you know, maybe like mid twenty teens and right around that in that in that era. This is before Patrick Mahomes and all them, but he mm-hmm. built a solid team there. And then you look at what Thomas Dimitrov used to do. You know, obviously he, they was you know with him, mm-hmm. and and then you see what he built in Atlanta. You know, obviously that was, he was a part of that. You know, Atlanta situation. You know, with Matt Ryan and those. You know, those teams were really successful. And you know, obviously you look at it from that standpoint. Um, I think yeah, I think it's it. I mean, because to me. Yeah, it's 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 this is it. I mean, I think. It, it's, it's, it's really hurting his legacy in the sense, even though I'm not saying it's going to hurt his legacy, but it's one of those mm-hmm. ways, like, Bill, like, hey, man, it's it's getting a little rough. And I like you say, if they can if they can take the GM hat from him, mm-hmm. then I'm cool with him being a head coach and let somebody else, you know, essentially uh, do the scouting. Because you look at look at their drafts, they really haven't – They as, as, to me, they did a disservice to, to McCorkle Jones. I know a lot of people think he's trash, but, I mean, mm-hmm. who is he throwing it to, like? Right. You know, they haven't really essentially got 
And the playmakers, I think you think about the one of the playmakers they got that they had was Nikhil Hart, um, uh, uh, um, Nikhil, I forgot his last name, but um, the wide receiver, he's gone now. So, right, Nikhil Henry, he was Nikhil Henry. So, you look at that, they really haven't built, they haven't really built, especially from a playmaker offensive standpoint, probably since like right. Gronk and, and Aaron and Aaron Hernandez, you know, right. did, but yeah. It, it's weird, man, because I remember like when we first got together, we were saying how smart he was. He would have, he would trade somebody, he would have all these second round picks or things of that nature. And he was like, would draft decent. And they would be, you would think they would be sorry, but they still push a little bit, even though, and I'm talking, yeah, they might have had Tom Brady. It just seemed like now it's almost like an arrogance is coming out of him. Like he, or, or he's like, like, like he's trying to sabotage it. It just seemed like he's not getting the players. He's not, nobody wants to come near. You know, they're not going to pay you. It's just a lot of things. They, it's like they back against the wall and they really need to be saying, okay, if we're going to keep this winning culture, we got to make some moves. And part of them is they either need to take the GM from him or tell him to be the GM and, and, and um, let him coach. Cause I think if I, I believe if Bill, if he, he's the GM, if he has a quarterback that he feel like he deserves the money, he's going to pay him or a player. I really believe that for some reason. Cause I think he was willing to pay Jimmy G. Don't you think so? I mean, he wanted Jimmy G. Um, he yeah, you know, he wanted him. That was a um, uh, Robert Kraft thing. He wanted to keep. You know, he wanted to keep. Right, him. but he was. But if if but if he'd have kept him, they'd have paid him. But Jimmy G got paid. But in a sense, he was, and in, in theory, he was he was smart though. I mean, I he, you know, it was because he damn near almost outlived Tom Brady in in a weird way. Right. Uh, Bill, yeah, Bill was smart with that. I like, I know, you know, but I mean, they just haven't been the same since Tom Brady. And I think, like I said, right. going back to um, the argument with not the argument, but the statement about the last time they really had some playmakers with you know with the two tight ends, so. Like to me, I, th- I think this is gonna be one of those things where if I'm, I'm Bob Kraft, I'm gonna have I'm gonna sit I have to sit down with him. I mean, I'm I'm gonna probably I, I, it could probably be a little bit after Thanksgiving, probably a couple weeks after December. Have a nice right. dinner, have a heart to heart, you know, drink some, you know, you know, have the you know the finest foods, and you know, wine dinner, you know, and all kind of stuff, all the trim, <laughs> clam chowder. <laughs> <clears throat> so I mean it's gonna be kind of uh, you know one of the type of dinners. And I, you know, it's one of those things it was hey before because obviously the way things are going now at one and four, and then you think to yourself, gosh, like you know, the schedule doesn't get any better for this Patriots team, and then obviously you're only averaging eleven points per game, and it's not one of those where Bill Belichick and in essence is gonna be that black. Black Black Monday, you know, firing casualty. Mm-hmm. He he don't deserve that. I think, like I said, you had it. They have a great dinner with him. I want to say either because you want to do it before Christmas because <laughs> needed, no, I'm serious from from, from an NFL calendar perspective. I'm just thinking it's funny. You like I just think it's funny. You keep saying, "Look, you need to feed him," because I'm telling you, like, to him after a dinner is gonna be great. <laughs> Because because he deserves that. I think what Bill has done for this organization, he deserves that type of talk and to say, hey, it's going to be either or. 
if you want to go upstairs and have another executive position, you're good. Like but we got to get a new head coach. And yeah, it, it, well, <laughs> not as, not as, like, not as urgency as the last supper, but more so of, hey, a, 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 a supper of the mind. Where I think, because I can see if Bill, hey, if you want to go upstairs, you want to be the GM, you got the autonomy to hire the new, the next head coach. Right. If you want to do that or a consulting role. Like, I don't think he's going to be, like, I think Bill can still be around. But Bill, like you said, Bill gonna have to make a decision because he it's, it's he can't be the the chef and the person. Who, I mean, I know as he come from the the Bill Parcells mindset of hey, right. how can you make how how can you force me to make a dinner, but I can't pay for I can't I can't get the groceries. Right. I, I, Let I, Issa go. Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no, no. no you right. go ahead. You flow right. it. Go ahead. So, yeah. So yeah. So like you know, he, I know he come from that. Parcel school of thought, but man, you have to let somebody get these groceries. You get it out your porch, and you and you cook it because um, you doing that both. What's going on in New England is unacceptable. So yeah. it's gonna be either one or the other. But I still think it's gonna be. I still think he'll he'll be in the building in twenty twenty four. But what will be his position? And I think they gotta they gotta have a heart to heart. I think Bill needs to step back and look at um, the legendary NBA coach and player Pat Riley, and I think that's the way he should go. I think he should pull back, you know, like and set still keep the same standard of how he had things. You know what I mean? And hire, hire coach. It seemed like to me too. Maybe keep it in house, somebody that we don't even know about, like like you know, just like what's his name, Mike McDaniel's. For the for the Dolphins, yeah. thing, Mike McDaniel's right yeah. for the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, Mike, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he like like he came up with the Broncos. Like don't lose that. It's probably somebody there that understand the Patriots way. That that's why I, I sometimes man, I get it. I like like I want Matt Canada um, um, fired, and you know how loyal the Steelers are. But yeah, sometimes man, like they losing right now. They do have a culture, and it's with Bill Belichick. That it's different than the Patriots before Bill Belichick and Tom Brady was there. And they could come back. I remember, like somebody said today, it was like 10 years where they didn't win a Super Bowl. And you really forget about that those years, you know, when they didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So it could come back. But it's the simple fact that he's getting older and they may be some new, young, fiery person, you know what I mean, to, to get everybody moving. And they're going to have to start paying a little bit. They're going to have to start paying a little bit. Yeah, I mean they might. Oh, they might hire Billy O'Brien, Billy O, and 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 Lord don't let him ever be the, the coach and the GM, because he'll mess around and trade DeAndre Hopkins for for a bag of Skittles like he did with Arizona. I, I, I but I I think that um <laughs> that'd be funny the week before they had a meeting. Hey hey, you like crab legs, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they. Like Marco, yeah. like he must have had those conversations with him. Have all his favorite things and say, Hey man, I brought out this 1942 cognac. So after we eat, we don't you know. But I'm hoping that you know, I hope Bill is at a place where he can understand that man, that era is over with. You're gonna have to make a decision, or 
you think can you see Mr. Crab really letting him go? Like if no, you're I, not I, Yeah, I don't think oh my bad. No, you good. Go ahead. No, I don't think so. I, like I said, I think like I said, I think if, if he would get a position within the organization, like I'm a consultant or maybe the GM, but like or give him the opportunity, like I said, to give him full autonomy to hire his replacement in a sense. Mm-hmm. Because I think, because Bill, like I said, he's not going to be one where we sit here on January, the, you know, January the 8th, and it's like breaking news, dun, 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 Bill Belichick been fired. No, right. that's not going to happen. But they, they're going to, like I said, you had that meeting in the minds in December, and, you, and we talked through it. And I think that's where um, you know, you can see where I think he will step down maybe from the from his from his position mm-hmm. as a head coach. So I could definitely think that yeah, I don't think they can fire him now. He dude, you can't fire nobody who gave you six Super Bowls. I don't care. Well, I don't I care mean? if you had a decade of okay well, if it, if they suck for a decade, pause. Right, right. Yeah. But I'm if, what if he don't like the fact that he's feeling like he's being um attacked and he's being forced maybe he does maybe he doesn't like that and he's like he man. just want to walk he's like man i just take my chances somewhere elsewhere and see what comes what uh what what's what's that what's that curve from the from the 90s what's her name Sybil? walk on by i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i mean because at the end of the day right. like he like you said he's not the thing about why this team is the way it is because he's not he's not acqui- acquiescent to the current nfl you look right. at now like I even mentioned, I mean, and I just the thirty second as far as points per game, that's one story. But they're like twenty eighth, twenty ninth in a lot of statistical categories across the board, offense, defensively. Bill, to his credit, he did a great job. Obviously, <laughs> you think about you know him being the defense coordinator for those Giants team that won two 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 Super Bowls. Then kind of resurrected his college, and that's college, but his coaching career in New England, because mm-hmm. essentially he was pretty much the the fall guy in Cleveland, and then he you know gets to do his thing here in New England and just wow. changed his life. But guess what? The, the league is changing. A lot of things wow. have passed you by. Is, is you on MySpace anymore? He's wow. in MySpace, and we and we on, yeah, on Twitter, wow. and TikTok, and all that. Yeah, so wow. he he on Vine while everybody on TikTok. Right. So, Napster. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I just just sit here thinking about him. Remember, when, like he left. What did he leave from? Um, when did he go to the Jets, to the Patriots. Yeah, he he was the Jets coach for like what two a couple of days, and then he right. ended up like yeah, went about face with the yeah. Uh, and I think that's yeah. his biggest thing is his is his um. I think you know what's funny. I seen him on a show, and and it was everybody from a specific era, the Ray Lewis. Um, ben Roethlisberger, uh, Ed Reed, and you know, like that just era, um, early 2000s, I guess you could say. <laughs> and um, he seemed so cool, he seemed like, like a robot, like a tight ass, you know what I'm saying? He didn't seem that type of person, he's, he's just talking to football, and people, it, it was just, I was like, man, he looked like he might be really cool to chill with, but then it just seemed like, like some of the stuff he do, it's like he sabotaged, just like he texts um, Brian. You know, BA about yeah. congratulations with the Giants. Like, he could sit there and act like that was a mistake, allegedly, but he could sit like and act like it was a yeah. mistake. But I believe he did it on purpose. Yeah, I believe he but, did it on purpose because he seemed like he's that type of person. Yeah, man. But 
something gonna happen in New England. I put it this way: some gonna, some, some gonna have to give because, yeah, it's 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 bad New England. If you look at these last two games, uh-huh. it's it, it's it's horrible in New England. It's I mean, it's one of those where it's weird to see the New England pages look this bad, like right, Tracy. Hey, like so. uh so we heard some things about some people um, adjusting the air and the football. Do you know anything about that, Coach? Oh, huh? gonna have to talk. <laughs> he was like, there was a, a reporter was like, uh, so. Oh coach, yeah, excellent. You know, <laughs> we heard some people was adjusting um, the air in some of the footballs. You, can you speak on that? Oh yeah, you need to talk to Tom. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Amen. <laughs> right. Tom about that. that ain't yeah, got nothing to do with yeah. me. But yeah, so. So I'm gonna have to give with this uh with the situation and uh yeah, it's almost gonna happen. So and I and I think you know Robert Kraft, you know, gotta do what he gotta do. Like, you know, he seemed like he ain't really the type of person that likes to do that type of stuff too. Mr. Kraft. Yeah, like you know, but it is it is what it is, man. Yeah. That's the thing, and that's always like and I said like they kind of had a conversation with him, and you know, and you know, it might be difficult, but hey, it has to be said because you know, because because Bill essentially He'll 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 you know he'll coach to for, forever. So it's like hey, right. you know if, if you allow him, but hey, say we got to set something. You know, you know the fans yeah. need something. They want to buy jerseys. They have a arrogant winning coach. They you know they this close to being like the Cowboys. You know that right? They yeah, were but, really really close to being arrogant. Like you know what I mean? They are like, serious. Yeah. And they are, and they are, and they spoil. Like, could you? I mean, you think about it. Can you really sit here and imagine? And I know this is before Tom Brady, because it was still a decent football team. Even I would say almost thirty years. When you think about it, they've been wow. a pretty. I mean, as far as I mean, I think about the Drew Bledsoe days. I because mean, you know, right? They were okay back then. You know, you know, they were just you know a random average team. But then from week. To two of the 2021 2001 season to 2019, well, even to 2020, these guys right. winning in the division and all this type of stuff. It's okay, it's okay to have some down years. So, I'm like, hey, you know, I know a lot of us is like kind of happy and kind of soaking, like, hey, finally, you know, there's some, there's some parody going on in New England. But you think about it, they really have had like almost 30 years of, 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 of at least a Semi-decent football team. Now right. this is like this is the worst of the worst. This is like a this hey, is unheard of. It's like the 80s. This year well, to me, it seemed like you know, people are really paying attention to the details. Like, you know, as we it's time for him to leave, and then people started to look at my coach, Tomlin, like, oh hey, we like you when you speak and everything, but there's some small detail things that we paying attention. Like, okay, it almost seemed like you just trying to just ride the wave, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you, you should be looking yeah. to try to win the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, man. It's happened, man. You you get a taste of success. Everybody thinks it's gonna happen every year. I I think it's every NFL franchise's way of it because every you know some people hey, some people got got it you know get lucky, right. and some just stay stay down and dump forever. So right. hey, New England, hey, welcome welcome to how. Most NFL franchises are. We have ebb and flows of bad and good seasons. So be thankful. Be thankful for those 20-plus years when you rule the AFC East. 
because you definitely don't do it now. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a guy from, from Wyoming who was taking over that and, and, and potentially a quarterback from Alabama that's uh, doing anything in the AFC East. Right. So speaking of the AFC East we talk about, so now we're going to go a little west. So we're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers. So the San Francisco 49ers are currently 5-0. and oh. So, and, you know, I, I, was, I was almost feeling a little bit of 1972 Miami Dolphins. We always get to this point where, oh, hey, you know, I, I feel like I should have had Mercury Morris on here, you know, or so any of the guys from the 72 Dolphins, especially Merc- Mercury Morris with a, with a Dolphins rap. That would have been so appropriate for a night like tonight. So, we have five games into the season. I know pop people. I think when you look at from San Francisco from the standpoint, the games that they have played in this regular season they pretty much have been in dominating fashion. I think the only game that essentially they were close was uh, a few weeks ago against the, the LA Rams. But pretty much, they've essentially been playing in a, in dominant fashion against um, their five opponents. So, I want to get your thoughts on the likelihood of the. San Francisco 49ers running the table uh, from, from a percentage-wise. What you got? I'm going to give it a 60 or 70. I'm looking at mm. the schedule. I believe that um, uh, the December 3rd, the Eagles game, and one of them, uh, one of them um, games against the uh, Seahawks, I believe they're going to lose. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe uh, between the Ravens, you guys, and um, the Rams, they might give us. So I'm saying sixty or seventy. Okay, I'm gonna give it a big fat zero. They not they not they they not going undefeated in the regular season for sure. I, part of me, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this out loud. Sunday's not gonna be a walk in the park against Cleveland. Hmm. I think because you think about these are pretty much one of the top two defenses in the league. So you're looking at that. I'm not saying that they're going to lose Sunday. It's a couple games, I think, on my radar. But I definitely think at the bye week, when we're sitting here, you know, the first week of November, Mm -hmm. yeah, they're probably going to be, they may be A and O when we sit here, you know, pretty much three weeks. A lot of teams are when they go try to be undefeated. So I think, and I, and I, yes, I think they'll go into a bad week potentially. Eight and zero. I mean, because you think about it, they got Cleveland, then they got Minnesota on Monday Night Football, and then they got Cincinnati. That's gonna be really intriguing because I want to see what Cincinnati is at that point. Because obviously, you look at how they won against Arizona last week. I forgot who they played this week, but then you think to yourself, what kind of Cincinnati team will we be seeing on October the 29th? Curious right. as that. And then I don't know that coming off the back going to Duval um, in Jacksonville, I think that's going to be intriguing. But I think the game to really watch and then of note, I think that Thanksgiving day, that Thanksgiving night game against Seattle is going to be one of those where yeah. if they get because <laughs> I'm looking at it like this, so they'd be eight and zero, nine, ten, so that'd be a, their eleventh game. And I think that could be where they could potentially get that that slip up. And if not, I mean, you do got Philly, which I think they'll they'll beat Philly. Um, 
Yeah, I like that the Seattle either that December tenth or the Thanksgiving night one. Um, okay, man, this one's gonna be interesting, but I think, I think yeah, the Seattle ones where it's gonna be interesting, and then I think maybe the Rams if it is a situation where if they've already if they've already have one essentially the West and pretty much they've clinched the number one overall seed, and they pretty much put Sam Donald in the game. They probably may can lose that game in a sense because I think you do want to lose a football game, right? That's what scares me about San Francisco. That scares me a lot with San Francisco. Do you y'all playing at home, right? Yeah, on um, New Year's Eve. That's what I'm saying. I think y'all play better in December. I think y'all play very, very well in December. Um, yeah. That's why I said I, I believe the Seahawks gonna get a game, and I think the Rams may get a game because it was close and they divisions, right? They had the rivals, right? Who? Who? The Rams. Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Rams. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, the Rams. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't. I think they. I think. I think the 49ers are dangerous, but I, I feel wolf tickets. I see. I feel like they go. I, like you said, Cleveland. I think they're gonna beat Cleveland. I think those teams. I think they're gonna beat uh, the Bengals. I think they really, really are a physical team. But I just got the weirdest feeling, like the people that know how to play them in their division, just like us. I feel like the Ravens is better than the Steelers. I'm sure most people mm-hmm. agree, but like Mike Tomlin, Mike Mike Tomlin would say he would say we know how to play play against Lamar. You know what I mean? So I feel the same way with those. That's why I said they play the Seahawks twice. Yeah, they play the Ravens. They play the Commanders. I think those games right there, um, some 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 interesting interesting things are going to happen. But yeah, I definitely think they definitely need to to have a law because I definitely, especially considering the fact that. I, yeah, because you, you need to have some type of adversity because they really haven't had any adversity. Mm-hmm. The only close game was against the Rams. So um, it's just one of those where – and I don't know. I think maybe the carryover effect from last year, and I think one thing too where – but they, they won't. I they, I think they'll lose. I, I definitely think they'll go in the bat. We fight. If I had to put some money on it or what I can think is the most guaranteed, mm-hmm. I can see them going to that bad week 8-0. But I think after that, I mean, you got a lot of teams. Like I think, I think the one I think, if they get past the bye week, the ones that are really gonna scare me is Jacksonville, and the Seattle matchups. So, mm-hmm. and if it goes that further, I say the Rams in Week 18 if they if they rest everybody and you know so. It's uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. I would like to because I see they see they physical and they're fast, and I'm wondering if somebody just gonna really like slow them down and kind of like go down the field on them. And I think that's going to be hard to do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, That's one thing where you can look at that San Francisco team, like as far as, uh, you know, you know, you just look at it from that standpoint, but mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't know. I'm telling you, it's, and I'm telling you, I, I wish we, I wish I would have put a squeeze in that, um, in our picks as far as having San Francisco and, and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm like. Oh, that's that one is kind of like it's tricky. And even and even I think that Monday night football game next Monday, I think is gonna be really, really interesting to say the least as well. So it's like a lot of it, and plus obviously they you know, two East Coast games, so that you know they'll be on, you know, be uh be out here east, you know, for the you know, for the next two weeks. So is Deshaun playing? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he's questionable. I don't know. I don't, yeah, um, 
don't know if he practiced day or not, but that's gonna be interesting. And then you know, obviously they put if they um obviously if, if he don't if, if he's not in there, you got you know DTR. I you know and I'm not our guy. I'm thinking I'm talking to Lamar, but you know Dorian um yeah Dorian Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, but um uh, yeah, he's the future of that team. I think DTR, but um yeah, so I think. They not they're not gonna run the table. I think we just you know oh, no, people no, say that just they yeah not. that's not like I mean it, it's what, they is, what they see is their team that got close. You got um Brock Purdy's been you know dominant. He's seen you seen his maturity, but you yeah. know reality gonna set in. Like I no offense, I feel like uh, I remember when that happened with Josh Allen. As quarterbacks, that stuff has happened to you. Be like oh man, oh man, and then that loss, that things start you know what I'm saying like yeah. But- but I don't know that Brock Purdy. Oh, dude, he, he can ball. He can play, and that's he can play. And I remember seeing him firsthand last year. And I'm like, yo, I thought we were gonna be able to tee off of him and get stuff. I'm like, yo, this dude is carving us up. Like that mess was. It was unreal. Yeah. I was like, dude, Brock Purdy wow. is. He's a great coach. He's that guy. Nothing but weapons. They've had uh, somewhat of a yeah. defense, probably. 10 years you know what i mean yeah. like but now they you know they they finally let me tell you the 49ers finally yeah. got a quarterback you know what i mean yeah. for years they was having quarterback yeah. issues you know what i mean they was yeah. just in the what super bowl what five years ago not four years ago? to the um well really it, it, it to 2020 three 2020. years ago yeah you know what i'm saying yep. so they've been there so like i guess supposedly this year they supposed to be it's supposed to be somewhat personal, but man, eventually teams are going really, 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 you know what I'm saying? Because it was like to me, like the Eagles was the same way last year. Like it was like, man, they were just so dominant. They they schemes. I'm like, damn, this I said, are you but, watching this? Then all of a sudden. But remember, I not and I will and I'll say this on anything. I'll I'll be on the hill for this. If Brock Purdy was healthy in that game, that man would have won the Super Bowl last year. They would have, they would have went yeah. to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. nobody. It, it wouldn't have been no Uncle Travis won. Uncle Travis would have been the only one in the game because Jason wouldn't have been in that game because right. Brock Purdy. I'm telling you, Brock. I'm as I came and I saw. I'm telling you, that's why I think they're on the road like they are now. Because like, right. if they had a healthy quarterback, hell, I ain't even trying to. You know, if they had, like had me, right. you know, if they would have had Chris Powell there as a quarterback, maybe like as a teenager. Or in my early twenties, hey, we'd be going to Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, I, you know, right. I'm just saying. Yeah, but um, I would probably happy too because then we have to think about Patrick Mahomes limping around. Oh, Juju wouldn't have a Super Bowl anyway. Yeah, okay, okay, Davis Tony. Well, no, no, they probably. Well, I don't know. They might have, but yeah. Shout out to shout out to my cuz. What's going on, man? So What's up, I'm, I'm still I'm still a cowboy. I know you had a great time Sunday night when we got whipped. I mean, actually, I know I think I, I I was worn out of Thursday. I think I almost was like, hey, it is what it is. I think Thursday kind of drained me. I was like, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. I like, hey, you know, at least y'all lost to a, a San Francisco 49 team. I can say, hey, okay, we lost by 32. But we lost to a team that was 0-4 and they ain't won a game in a year by 20. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it won't, you know. 
I don't know. I'd rather take that, take that, you know, take that L to a to a 49 team than a Bears team. Mm-hmm. I mean, any day. But even going back to San Francisco, and I keep telling people about the San Francisco situation. I tell people this all the time. People always like as far as oh, it's so hard to build teams. No, it's not hard. Like San Francisco showed everybody how to build your football team. Mm-hmm. And this is how you're supposed to reinvent. Like everybody always wanted to reinvent the wheel. That's the thing I hate about football, where people make football so complicated to a point where you overthink yourself. It's like paralysis by analysis. What San Francisco was able to do, they what every NFL team should do. You hire a GM. The GM hires the coach. They are locking step, and I know it's hard to get a locking step type relationship. But y'all got to be on the same page. So that means when it comes to the personnel, it comes to this, they strengthen their offensive line, they strengthen their defensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they, they got everything, all, all that, they, they got the foundation together. And Brock Purdy came at the perfect time because, like I said, they always have had a whirlwind of quarterbacks. I mean, they even had America's favorite um, grandson, C.J. Beathard, who almost beat the Washington Commanders back in, like, 2018. So you think to yourself, like, you know, now they got it because obviously they had Jimmy Garoppolo and, and a bevy of quarterbacks, you know, especially after Jimmy G got hurt one of those years. C.J. Beathard was their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and now they have the quarterback. They it, What's crazy is they they went and traded up to get Trey Lance. That didn't work. And then come to find out, you, get, you end up turning Mr. Irrelevant to one of the most relevant quarterbacks in the NFL. Right, you know, so it's, yeah, man. It, it ain't. It, I mean, it's, it, you know, but once they got the quarterback, but they built everything else first, and then got that quarterback. Right. So, right, that's what you gotta do. <coughs> I ain't mad at you. Know. you. Mad for at sure, you. for sure. So, we gotta get into our game to watch this weekend. So, this segment of game to watch this weekend is. Powered by our sponsor, uh, Seat Geek. So head over to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code CouchCoach. Get yourself twenty dollars off um, your um, your first purchase at Seat Geek. So you can get you know get twenty dollars off the matchup that we're gonna talk about this weekend, or any of your favorite matchups that you that you want to see this weekend, or you know any, anything coming down down the turnpike in you know in this month of October, uh, you know. During the holiday season in November, December, or hell, if you're looking at something for 2024, we got you, man. So we got you covered. So head over to SeatGeek.com, use the promo code CouchCoach, get yourself twenty dollars off your first purchase. So, what's what is your game to watch this weekend? What you got? I mean, I'm sorry, I got a few, um, some really good yeah. games. I, I really apologize, but um, I got the Commanders versus the Falcons. The Commanders is two and three, and the Falcons are three and two. I think there's um to keep the move, you know. I think the I really believe the camp commanders want to recover from their loss. So <clears throat> I think uh, and then the Falcons want to keep pushing forward after um, beating the Texans. So I think this is gonna be an interesting game. It, it, you know, every game means something. Um I got the Seahawks at three and one and then first the Bengals um two and three. I got um uh, I got the Saints versus the Texans. Um Saints are two, um three and two, and the Texans are um two and three. Um, the Texans to me are they, they're really putting together after beating us. Um, you know, something great that's going on in um and in, in, with the Texans. So I believe after losing to the Falcons, they really want to push it forward. Um, and I think the 
the Lions are four and one versus the Bucks. Just that are three and one. I think that's going to be a really, really, really good game. So I got a couple. Um, so I'm gonna stay in college first. So I got number 25 Miami at number mm-hmm. 12 UNC. Obviously, we want to see what yeah. Miami does, especially after the blunder last week. Um, you look at uh, you know Tyler Van Dyke. He's doing a great job for for the Hurricanes. So he's doing his thing. Also, as mentioned to um, other quarterback on the other end for Carolina, Drake May. Um, you know, pretty solid start to the year. But, um, you know, so that's going to be definitely a good game. And Miami, surprisingly, is still in the top 25. So right. we really want to see the resolve of this Miami team. Has, you know, has Mario Cristobal lost his football team? We'll definitely find out um, under the lights on Saturday night um, how this team rebound after, after a uh, historically crazy end um, against Georgia Tech. So right. that one. Um, and I think. Um, Oregon versus Washington. Um, that is going to be that's a top 10 match. Well, really, a top eight matchup. We got two teams, Oregon and Washington. You got, you know, we talked about the quarterback, you know, situation, Miami and UNC. This one, another one. This one is best. Right. I mean, you think about Bo Nix, he's doing his thing, and then um, Michael Penix Jr. And I think right. essentially, it, it, this game is going to be so significant because this is going to be, I think, how the Pac 12 will be won. I mean, you look at these. Your to me, whoever wins this game essentially has that advantage in a sense, as far as when it comes to leading this Pac-12. Um, and I think when you look at it, the, whoever has the better performance in this game, I think they're gonna put themselves in in um, high up as far as when it comes to the Hasman. Um, you know, from from a Hasman spent standpoint, I think if both these, if one of these guys have a a, a spectacular game against one another. Um, they're gonna be at the front of the line when it comes to Hasman um, rankings. So I like that. And also, you know, just it's, it's the Pac-12 on display, um, especially in the, in this in this final year of the Pac-12. We have some some pretty good teams, which really sucks from the Pac-12, but it is what it is. And then I think to round out my game to watch. Well, really, it's, it's technically it's it ain't the weekend, but it's a Monday night game. That's gonna right. be the Cowboys and the Chargers. Obviously, the Cowboys stay west. Um, now you want to see what um, Mr. Kellen Moore they get they get they get right. the face offensive prowess of Kellen Moore. Um, so right. if you want to see hey, see what this Cowboy team uh, will do, I mean, obviously after that loss um, on Sunday Night Football, you know this is another primetime game, and will Dak be able to essentially um, kind of put you know the situation from from last Sunday? Out of his head and just you know go forward. So I look right. at it from that standpoint. So yeah, those are our games to watch this weekend, powered by <laughs> Seat Geek. So we gotta get to our pick seven. So last week I went four and three. Maui, you went three and four. So for the year, I'm up 25 to 10. I mean, yeah, 25, 25 wins, 10 losses. Maui had 16 wins. 16 losses. So we got number eight, Oregon, at number seven, Washington. Who you got? I'm with number seven, Washington. Okay, Washington. Okay. All right. Give, yeah, give me the fight, Nate Robinsons. Give me the Huskies of Washington. Uh, we got number 25, Miami, at number 12, UNC. What you got? I'm going UNC. Okay. Uh, of course, you know, I got UNC. I mean, that's a given. All right, so we got an interesting one. This is uh, 
Caleb Williams heads head Midwest. We got a number 10 USC Trojans versus number 21 Notre Dame. I'm going Notre Dame. I think since the Colorado game, I think USC has been like showing a certain thing and I think they're not playing. Well, they're not as the defense is really not as good. And I think eventually somebody's going to catch up with them. So I'm going um, Notre Dame. This is a hungry team. Opposite Notre Dame laid an egg against Louisville last week. Right. But I'm gonna go with Caleb Williams. I'm gonna go with Caleb Williams USC. I think they're gonna pick up, put up big numbers in because essentially Notre Dame season is over, and essentially USC got to catch up because obviously the winner <laughs> of this Oregon Washington game they're gonna have to keep keep, keep up. So. We got a Thursday night game under the lights on NFL. So we got the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs. Who you got? Oh, the Chiefs. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I know is he airplane? I don't know. I mean, she might be them. <laughs> my goodness, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I I trade you one pop star in relationship <laughs> to the other, but right. I don't know. The main character um, is questionable. So we don't know. U- Uncle Travi is questionable for tomorrow night's game. And I don't care. I don't care who it was. Hell, you can bring back uh, who you can, Elvis Gerback can be the quarterback for this for the Kansas City Chiefs game. game. Give me the Chiefs because the Broncos are done. They're done. <laughs> eh. We got another London game. Nine thirty. So, so, so when the when the British, the British from the west, go go east to London. So, so if you're in Baltimore, on the sound of my voice, get up, dummy. <laughs> get up early, dummy. Right. So we got so, so we got the boys from the avenue. We got the boys from. <laughs> what is you stupid? What are you stupid? What you, stupid? <laughs> you see what time it is? You dumb? Get up, dummy! <laughs> you woke up. You woke up at ten thirty. We got a game, dummy. <laughs> is you stupid? Is you stupid? Man, that's look bad. <laughs> Come on, man. You over there? I told you. You over there watching Hulu at one o'clock in the morning? You know we got a game. And we ain't at the bank, right? So get up early. Uh, is it stupid? Get up at seven thirty, stupid. stupid. <laughs> so uh, we got the Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans in London. Right. Nine thirty kickoff. So adjust your clocks, uh, DMV. So right. what? You, what? You, uh, who you got? I'm going Ravens. Yeah, give me the boys from the Avenue. We'll have a spot at T and a hamburger right. for the dummy for the Duke for the Duke of Baltimore. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> so yeah. So, well, we got a Sunday night football game that I think, I think most of America might might fall asleep. I know I might. Uh, we got the Giants versus the Bills, and you know this is a Super Bowl rematch. This is that Scott Norwood isn't walking through that building. So who you got in this matchup? Oh man, I'm going with the Bills. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be in the Orchard Park. I mean, it's a given. So, 
We had the Arlington football team, aka the Dallas Cowboys versus the the LA Chargers. Who you got? Oh man, I got the Chargers. Oh wow. Yeah, you know, as, as the former governor of California, go Chargers, go. So hey, it's only fair, right? You know, the charges. So, so what we're gonna do? So we'll um put a put a ball tonight. Show us we'll give out our game ball. So who who gets a game ball? We got a game, dummy. And it ain't in the bank. You know? Did you did you put the you didn't even put the crabs up? You stupid dummy. (laughs) Anyway, all right. What is you stupid? (laughs) I gave him the game ball um, to. Javon and, and Antonio, the wide receiver, uh, number four for the um, Colorado Buffaloes. He had uh, five receptions for 81 yards, one TD. He's actually – he actually was the difference maker. And I have um, the other um, Buffalo teammate, Alizando Mata. That's it, right? Oh, yeah. Money Mata. Yeah, boy. Money Mata. Yeah, I don't miss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, clutch kick. Um they, them two players is actually the difference, you know. Definitely, um, definitely, um, Sanders number number two. But um, those two players actually, it seemed like every week it's somebody that comes out of nowhere that stands out, you know. So I wanted to give. I didn't really have nobody, so I was while we was doing the show, I was you know saying pick some game balls. So I know you got some special people to get your game balls to. Yeah, so I got two, and I'm I'm I. You know what? I might throw in a honorable mention. Okay. That's how I, I feel a little generous this week, you know, and it's all and it's only fair. It's only fair to right. do that. So my two game balls, I definitely got to give a huge, huge shout out to. Um, first of all, you know, obviously, uh, to you know, to Tom, Thomas Jefferson High School, a a neighboring school, uh, pretty much on, damn near on the same street. So definitely huge shout out to Thomas Jefferson. Um, had a great win on Thursday. Not on the Thursday, but last week um, against uh, Godwin at Godwin, uh, they won by the final score of twenty-four to fourteen. They're five and zero. So this mm-hmm. is their first win over Godwin since nineteen ninety-one. Wow! Huge shout out to you know, all the folks down there at Thomas Jefferson TJ. They're doing their thing, and um, so also. Um, we got. I want to give Mass another NFL one. So Nathaniel Hackett, well, not another one, but Nathaniel Hackett. Obviously, we know he is the head coach um, at. No, he's not the head coach anymore. He was the former head coach of the Denver Broncos. He's currently the offensive coordinator with the uh, New York Jets. So obviously, um, a lot. You know, the current coach Sean Payton was talking a little bit of trash in his, you know, in his introductory press conference. And was saying how essentially Nathaniel Hackett had one of the worst coaching jobs of you know last year. It was a terrible job. Well, he comes into Denver and his offense uh, put up thirty-one points um, and, and beat the Denver Broncos. So, mm. a this is a you know how people say it's a a dish uh, a revenge is a dish served cold, mm-hmm. but this is a dish served mile high. So definitely, huge shout out to Nathaniel Hackett. And we definitely got to give a uh, honorable mention. Got to give a shout out to our guy, Coach Howard, down at John Marshall. Great win, um, a homecoming against Charles City at Hubby Field. So definitely, huge shout out to 
couch coach, uh, couch coach lab alum, Coach Howard, keep doing his thing out there on um uh, on the north side. So definitely, huge shout out to Coach right, Coach right. Howard, and he's doing his thing. So, final thoughts before we head on out tonight. What you got? Oh man, great show. Um, too, man, I you know have fun. You know, we freestyle, we did everything. So you know, can't wait till next week. Hey man, make sure y'all check out um, Commanders with the chat. Commanders in the chat, right? Yeah, yeah. Commanders in the chat, yeah. And every what? Every yeah. Thursday. Thursday, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Right. Yep, yep, and yep. Um, NFC Beast, which is Saturday at nine p.m. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, man. All this, all everything going on. I'd be like, oh, I was like, and and it's and it's and it's crazy because a lot of people do other more stuff. Like when it comes to cool, and right. I'm like, dude, like. How do you how do you do all that? Like right. that's how I'd be like I'd be in such a maze. I'd be like, dude, like out of house. Like that's why I was like everybody who do their stuff. I'd be like, man, shout out to them because I'd be right. like, I was like, dude, you work, you have a show every single day. And I'm like, dude, I got like three, and I'm struggling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you know I was sitting there thinking. I said, man, I need to start because I I know for a fact commanders in the chat. Y'all love y'all team so much, and everybody feels that pain. Like y'all get, it's like a roller coaster ride. Y'all up, and then mm-hmm. something happens. Y'all down, and I'm like, man, I gotta start helping them to push that one because that's a great podcast. Yeah, man, because that's oh my god, because yeah, y'all are experts. If you ever talk to a commander, oh man, y'all are experts when it comes to your team. Everybody got something to say to help the team. That that is. Yeah, <laughs> like, man, the whole line was hurt. It's been hurt. The whole line been hurt for fifteen years. You know, what I mean? everybody got something to help the situation out. But it, it but it's stressful though, because it's like sometimes you just be like, because man, like, like Thursday night we were just like, man, I was like, man, we I hate this team. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know if you ever seen that TikTok and a little boy be like, oh, I hate the Raiders. No, but I just had that oh feeling. I seen the score. I said, I know them two have got the saddest face in the world. Yeah, like, man. I'm it's so stressful. It is. It like it's it's cool, but then this is like when they lose, you just be like, man, it's deflating. We just like especially last week. I think last week, uh it's a few, you know, in the in the three years we've done it, where it's like <laughs> some losses just just to be like it it's just demoralizing. Like this one was a little tough. And then considering the fact all the other stuff that was going on in this game and just like, you know, DJ Moore going off. I'm like, dude, like you let he's having a almost a damn uh you know a NFL record type day. He had his career high. Mm. But yeah, it was it was it was terrible. But you know, we we'll be back at tomorrow and you know, we'll talk about our matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. So right, you know, we shall see. But um, yeah, man, once again, uh great show. Um, yeah, so yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, where can you find your social media? Which guy? Uh, Sean Morgan, Facebook, DT Morgan seventy eight, Instagram. All right. So, uh, pretty much follow the podcast anywhere you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, uh, on the Couch Coach Live. Check out the website couchcoachlive.com. Uh, so, the last thing I got was a recap of uh, University of Richmond's uh, win last week over uh, Maine. So, definitely go on to. Uh, couchcoachlive.com and then it's under the featured post it'll be right on the landing page uh check that out you know just 
you know, you know, throw a like or throw, you know, just say, right. I read it, you know, what it is, what it is. So definitely check that out. Uh, some more stuff will be coming down the turnpike on that website. We obviously, as the season, as the, you know, as that as that season kind of wind down a little bit, only uh, two more games left in the football season. Um, you, you know, so you know, obviously we'll have some more content, some VCU content coming down there really, really soon. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah, and like I said, commanders in the chat uh, tomorrow night, nine o'clock Eastern time. Commanders ITC, and then um, check out the NFC Beast on uh, Calcio's Live Twitter page. Nine o'clock East Standard Time. So yeah, man, this has been this week's Couch Coach Live, man. We will catch you guys next week, and we're out. Welcome.